0: Hello, and welcome back to the Student Speaker Podcast. I'm Tom, and joining me as a host today is Abby. Hi. And we have Riley, a member of the LGBTQ community, here as well. Hi. Today we're going to be talking about the LGBTQ plus community, gay representation, and gender equality. To start with, Riley, I'd like to ask about the pressures that are put upon the LGBTQ plus community.
1: Well... Media representation has improved over time, which is making, like, it's relieving a lot of pressure, especially of, like, teenagers within Mm -hmm. the community.
0: Okay, do you still think there's pressures to meet certain stereotypes?
1: Uh, There's obviously going to be stereotypes placed upon the community, but there's, I feel as though there's not any pressure to actually fulfil those uh, stereotypes.
0: Okay, so you've never felt there's been pressures a- angled to you or any other friends in that community.
1: Uh, no, not really. But I know people that have, especially in America, where that there's a lot more like uh, homophobia present. Mm.
0: Yeah, and I would one of the stigmas I've heard about a lot is about the closet and coming out the closet, being in the closet, and do you think that impacts a lot of people to say look I'm out of the closet yeah like
2: the metaphor of being in a closet and feeling like you can't Mm. be yourself until you come out
0: I think
1: it's become more of a joke but like around the community just Mm -hmm. like being out of the closet and stuff it's just at at first I'm pretty sure it was just used as like kind of like a code I guess it's just between members of the community just to discuss kind of how they've just like come out obviously
0: but now it's become more of an open thing
1: yeah
2: oh okay and how do you think if someone is experiencing like being in the closet how do you think they should come out to family or friends like and who should they go to first
1: I've always been very close with my mum so obviously telling her was the first step but I didn't do that for a couple of years after I realised. But everyone does it at their own pace, so it's kind of just finding the right time for you. There's no reason for you to hide it, but at the same time, if you aren't comfortable with it, don't do it, because it's your identity. So you should just let yourself
0: work everything out. Mm -hmm. So does that mean you think acceptance from family, friends and communities is a massive part in coming out.
1: Yeah, definitely. Obviously, like, there's going to be challenges with that. I mean, there's some people will accept you straight away. I mean, and then there's other people that won't accept it. And it's kind of, like, knowing how to handle that. There's obviously a lot of, like, charities online and stuff that can help you with this. But some people do still struggle with it. Which is why, like, some people decide to go to their friends first because you know they've been with mm-hmm. like you, you feel closer to them in a sense.
2: Do you ever feel there's like issues between the older generation and the LGBT community, like where there's more discrimination from that?
1: Yeah, I, and yeah, I know what you mean. Um, kind of, there's just a standard from like. Previous generations that, because obviously, like older generations, they were around, like they were growing up in a time when it was unacceptable to be gay. It's only over the last 30, 40 years that it, it's actually taken great steps. Ever since the Stonewall Riots, it's actually become more like acceptable. And obviously, there's been people that have fought for that for years and struggled as well but it's still there's still going to be people against it Like with anything there will always be someone against your opinion so it's just kind of ignoring them to a sense
0: so do you feel like you have to have confidence in yourself and say look this is who I am and don't worry about what that minority think because at the end of the day whose point is is that who are they to make that comment?
1: Yeah, but obviously there's... Because different people can... As I said earlier, different people have different ways of coping and everything. So some people are going to be more affected by what people have to say than others. And it's all about like how you've grown up and stuff. But just try and like not get used to it, but start to... Adapt. Adapt to it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So just... You're going there's always going to be struggles with it so just try to overcome like the smaller ones that are closer to you as soon as you can Mm -hmm. and sometimes that will mean like actually cutting people from your life but i mean it's your like safety and your happiness that matters most
0: okay so has there been any points where you've known people to have to cut off people from their lives and has it been difficult, traumatic or do people in that position feel like it's the right thing to do and feel happy with that?
1: Well I thankfully have never had to cut someone out of my life for it I've just been accepted as I was and that's it but I do know people that have had to obviously cut people out of their lives because of like not agreeing with them there's people that get kicked out by parents because they don't accept it and it's kind of it's, it's, it's sad to see it all but it's mm. always going to be there with anything so
0: okay do you think parental acceptance of it you mentioned about uh, teenagers being kicked out by their parents because of it do you think that's one of the most daunting or scary elements of coming out of the closet and saying who you are
1: yeah it's all, everyone like has that thought in the back of their head but it's That's a very, very, like, worst-case, like, end-of-the-world sort of stuff. Nine times out of ten, it'll just be a few, like, problems, but then they'll be overcome. It might take some more time, but obviously.
2: What do you think we can do to stop this discrimination and parents not accepting their children?
1: I mean, there's not going to be a lot that we can do. Obviously, like, everyone would say, like, just to, like teach them or something but our generation is much more accepting than previous generations so mm. and the next generation as well so i think the the bigotry will eventually like become very minute because like the more like, homophobic generations are the older ones so mm. as time progresses it'll be easier
0: so do you think time is a healer on this situation in on the wider like
1: in the wider in the bigger picture obviously but like Mm -hmm. it's still hard for the individuals yeah and obviously I don't don't think we should just ignore them for the for the greater good because like the whole point of it is that we're there for each other we're a community, um, community that support each other yeah and that's why there's all the, the, the gay pride festivals and yeah. the parades and everything. It's mm-hmm. all about that acceptance and unity.
0: Okay.
2: But what if you are someone who doesn't feel, like, doesn't really, who is maybe introverted or something, doesn't want to join in with a gay pride, like, marches and that, like...
1: Well, there's nothing saying that you have to, like, actually be involved with it. It's just something that's there because we're all there to support each other. And it's just some, like an option to actually feel like you're part of something bigger than just a, a tiny island just on your own, trying to fight. But.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you think if you, you mentioned about community earlier, do you think if you've grown up in a more open community, a more diverse community, you're, you're more likely to be accepting of the LGBT group and the wider spectrum of people? yeah definitely but like and do you think that upbringing can have a massive impact if you've grown up in an area where there's no diversity it's all one majority of group of people is in the population do you think that has a massive impact on the way people act towards um lgbt community
1: everyone's afraid of change that's something uh, as humans we are afraid of change we're afraid of the unknown and that's why things are like um that's why obviously the way you've been raised is um a massive like importance to accepting and everything so because like if you didn't if you didn't know they existed it's just like uh, the easiest way to describe it is just aliens. They, you don't know who they are, you don't know what they're like, mm-hmm. so you're obviously going to be cautious about it and be scared. So, but like, that's why, that's why I find like the, the, the pride, like even straight people go to pride and stuff. Mm. They go to support each other, but I think by exposing them to that as well, it actually helps them understand. Yeah, the community better like we're we're just we're still humans as well. We're trying to survive in a world where there's a lot of discrimination.
0: Okay, you just mentioned straight, and I know um, lots of people refer to um, being heterosexual as straight and being gay as bent. Do you think that puts lots of negative stigma towards the LGBT community?
1: I mean, it's kind of just a label that's been accepted at this point. But being called Ben, obviously, it was used as a um, more of like a derog- derogatory label.
0: Yeah, derogative label. But
1: then there's other examples that I'm not going to be able to say about, but mm-hmm. there's <laughs> there's other examples of when derogatory terms have become more acceptable in yes. like society. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, are there any people that you think we, like, people who are in the LGBT community look up to, and who even people who aren't part of that community should look up to?
1: I mean, there's obviously been all this uh, this media, like, the, um, Philip Schofield. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's recently come out, and there's been a lot of hate on it, about mm. it, and it's kind of sad. Because there are people that genuinely are gay, but then they try to hide it all be- and like marry a woman, have kids, and stuff, because they're afraid of that hatred,
0: which mm. is kind of what I think has happened to Philip. And but perhaps, sorry, perhaps a the generation they've grown up in is completely different time in their head. Growing up, that was not accepted. That was not normal.
1: Yeah, exactly. So there are pe- like the generation. Like our current generation is much more acceptable, like accepting of it. So mm-hmm. that's why you hear more about younger gay people because we're more accepting of each other. Mm-hmm. But we're also we also know that we are more accepting and we're more
0: like we're, we're less scared to come out about it. Okay, so it's not just a matter of it he, he's saying, thinking, oh, okay, that person th- that maybe it's something I should think about is actually the mental past capacity around it and society's attitude it's
1: well, it's, it's, a, it's a social construction really mm-hmm. it's just that there are these stereotypes that people have built and then I, as I said right at the beginning there's going to be people that are against it but there's there is some sort of pressure sometimes but it's not as big as it used to be to fulfil these stereotypes so it's kind of as much as it sounds like the, the pressure it's more just fear of losing loved ones at this point
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know who is an absolute legend? Freddie Mercury yeah. oh he is an idol
1: <laughs> but then around that um, so obviously he died of AIDS yeah, and that at the time yeah. was called the gay disease because it was passed Through um, bodily fluids (laughs) being passed from one person to another, and that's how the disease Mm. got around. And then, so obviously, that's had the stigma of being the gay disease.
0: Yeah. But do you think people like Freddie Mercury and massive famous celebrities and icons actually admitting that is who they are? I'm sorry,
2: Bohemian Rhapsody is such a good film. (laughs) Sorry. sorry. Um,
0: Do you think that has helped society move on from the generation of the 1980s and 90s and 70s when Queen were about become the generation we are today?
1: I mean, with uh, Freddie Mercury being openly gay, it's kind of, to an extent, it kind of helped the community because that was, uh, he was the first. Like as far as I can remember, he's one of the very first celebrities to be openly gay. So obviously, that's going to have, that's going to boost like confidence to actually be able to say yes, I'm gay. Yeah. This is who I am, because there are idols that are like actually openly gay, and they're mm. kind of like starting something, I guess.
0: Yeah, and particularly the background he came from, where it was probably even less accepted.
2: Yeah, and he had a, well, a fiance too, and like mm. he had to
0: hurt her oh, sorry,
2: I'm So I'm just going off a of film here. Yeah. It's really like not factual. It is factual.
0: It is true, <laughs> so, a yeah. fact, but. so do you think the gay community and the LGBTQ plus community have a fair and good representation in society?
1: So with the. With all the, um, the celebrities that are now... There's, there's more celebrities that are openly gay, and that's mitigated this pressure um, uh, of that I, I assume a lot of young people would feel. It's mm-hmm. kind of... Th- there's role models that they look up to um, that are obviously openly gay, and so they're like, you're gay, okay, you're accepted. I want to be like that too.
0: Okay, so so do you think people in society, higher up in society, and in the media, can become massive role models for people? You know, I want to be like that.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Cool.
2: So, what effect do you think religion has on discrimination?
1: Um, religion. There's a lot of stigma around, like.
0: Do you mean as in there's a lot of stigma around um, in religious viewpoints being more homophobic towards yeah, there's the a lot more
1: homophobia from like religious groups, mm-hmm. but obviously that's kind of like they believe that they like mm-hmm. holy writing, holy, like holy books, yeah. that that that's always correct, and so obviously like in the Bible, it's like um, a man mustn't sleep with a man like he does with a woman. Yes. So, obviously, that's kind of there. And, like, people in religion will then be against it because that's what they've been told to do for centuries. Mm. But then again, like, times have changed. But it also says later on in the Bible about how they'd stone a woman to death mm. if she was, like, caught cheating. Yeah. But we wouldn't do that nowadays. So... Times have changed, so it's kind of why does it have to change for just those things and not like, yes, I, like representation of like just not even just gay people, but like the slave trade,
0: mm. and so s- all stuff like that. diverse and perhaps the more minority, yeah, it's, more, it's more diverse yeah. in society. Yes, yeah, so I I think in religion, there particularly traditional and strong viewpoints and it is hard I believe for religious believers to work out what is meant from it. But I think I mean day it's one of those things you shouldn't um, just cut someone out and say they're less of a because of that. And if that is your belief you keep that to yourself. Do you think that's the best way for there to be a a meeting point. So there's a
1: lot of like There is a solid, like, line between, obviously, having an opinion and freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that line is just so, it's kind of, there are things that we are told that we should keep to ourselves, Mm. but then we're also told to be confident to say what we want. Yes. So, obviously, like, it'll be hurt, like, things that are hurtful to other people, they should be kept to yourself, but then again saying that there's still reason that your opinion should be voiced. Yeah.
0: But actually, I think with the um, religion thing, I think it's more of a um, conservative and a more strict religious viewpoint to be against like um, homophobia, against homosexuality and same-sex marriage. And I think as society's moved on, um, tradition, generations um obviously religions become a bit more liberal over time and there's more liberal religious believers um in Europe and the western world currently um means that it's not that much of a big issue in comparison to what the stereotype is oh you're a christian oh you're a muslim you're homophobic
1: yeah there's i feel like that is once again another like social construction mm-hmm. because there are obviously Muslims and Christians that are still heavily part of yeah. their faith, but still also gay, and I feel like just there's no reason to be so um, like judgmental, mm-hmm. like when you don't know the person.
0: Yes. Do you know of many people that uh, members of the LGBT community and that are still? um religious believers so i've
1: not really got much experience with like people that are gay mm-hmm. and religious obviously there's going like in like tv shows and stuff you've yep. got eric from sex education yeah which er- everyone knows for the the famous dirty pig quote but he's obviously openly gay but he's still a massive part of his mm. church yeah so I feel like that's how we should still like we should still be in the real world.
0: Yes. Um, so with religious um, viewpoints, I've, we studied this in philosophy recently, and there um, we watched a TV show where there's was actually um, a gay priest, and often you probably don't think that a priest could be gay. Like many years ago, you would probably think a priest couldn't be a woman and obviously times have changed uh, in some denominations of the uh, Church of England um, and other churches and religious organisations so do you think that getting a more diverse LGBT community into uh, religious organisations can really help with this
1: so obviously like with the inclusion of People within the church that are gay—that's it's—it's like, it's a step in the right direction, but obviously, it's going to take a lot more to actually get there.
0: Do you think that TV programs can play a massive part? You know, Sex Education's a massive TV program on Netflix for people of our generation. Do you think those kind of characters, such as Eric from Sex Education, can help? Grow
1: diversity. Definitely. Obviously, there are more people that are... There's more uh, diverse inclusion in, like, major movie, maybe major TV, major comics as well.
0: So as a result, we're seeing a, a representation of LGBT community in society growing, and therefore it's becoming less feared and more common, I would say. So I hope this has answered all your questions and queries regarding the topic of the LGBTQ plus community and how to tackle stigmas and pressure. Thank you for joining us today again, uh, Riley, and of course yourself, Abby. Uh, Thanks for listening and look out for new podcasts coming out every week.